The struggles continue for a team that in the offseason didn't necessarily make the moves that a lot of Bulls fans wanted to see, didn't necessarily add the skills to the roster, that even the front office that they wanted to add to the roster this season. And then they extended a head coach that had taken the team on one early playoff exit. And I think when you look at the complete like soup that that has made, is you understand the kind of upsetness that this franchise has right now. What's going on? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central. I'm the host here, Hayes, and on today's episode, we're going to talk about the Bulls' recent loss and kind of go over where the Bulls stand right now. Is there a clear path to improving, or are we going to be struggling this whole season? We'll get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans. So last night's game, as you guys probably heard or listened to or saw on the um, post-game show, it was disgusting. It was a, a, a downright disgusting performance from a team that fan base is just tired of. A, a fan base that, and you know, what, what's... When I think about this and I think about the city of Chicago and I think about Bulls Nation and everything, we're really kind of just satisfied by a team that plays hard, right, for one, on both sides of the ball. You could just tell gives that heart and desire. Whatever outcomes may come, we may be upset by long losing stretches and things like that. But just with this fan base, if you play hard, if you play with some heart, if you play with some determination, you really show yourself the show that you are taking some level of pride in your level of play. This city typically rides with you. And when you see the city of Chicago almost as a whole or Bulls fan base almost as a whole kind of turn to get over a team, it's indicative of us not getting that heart that we deserve from a team that wears the red and black. And that's where we sit at right now with the Chicago Bulls team. It's just that the level of frustration is at an all-time high for the Bulls fans but we don't necessarily see that same frustration from the players that are getting their butt kicks night in and night out. And that's what is, that's what's wild about this. And I know some people are going to say, well, you'll never know. Uh, You're not in the locker room with them. And that's all fine. And I hope that in the locker room, they are throwing some fire because what we're seeing right now is nothing. And the, the, the continued attempt at gaslighting this fan base. And I know I use that word too strongly. Gaslighting is like a systematic thing of trying to make somebody question their own sanity. But I'm using the term. You guys know what I mean by this. This team says the, the right things after every loss in every press conference. If you just take the sound bites and clips of what this team says, you would think that this is a team that fights with some of the most determination in the NBA. And then when you watch it on the court, it just ain't it. And even in this game, right, when you look at the the raw box score numbers of this game, it looks like our big three played pretty okay. Everybody over 50% shooting, all three of them in um, over 20 points. Even Patrick Williams chipped in a double-digit performance, and we had a double-digit performance from Derrick Jones Jr. and Kobe White. We had the over 30 assists that Billy Donovan and we all know that we can get, that, uh, that we look the best when we get over 30 assists. But this is why I tell everybody, box score numbers don't mean crap. If you're not actually watching the game, because these box score numbers will tell you that the Bulls played all right, shooting the ball over 50% from the field, 42% from three-point range. And it'll tell you, hey, this Bulls team played all right. But then if you watch the game, if you watch this, this, the way that this team just was outperformed by role players, role players, night 
coming in for the for the injured Reed, getting 16 points and dunking all over our heads, making it look like an all-star exhibition. Austin Rivers, Forbes, all players all over double digits that aren't necessarily players you look at as nearly being stars of any team. And then Anthony Edwards, his character from that movie with Adam Sandler, he brought that here. He completely did whatever he wanted to do on his home court. It feels good to see a player play like a star on their home court, right, and give a performance for their home fans. I wish we knew what that felt like here in Chicago. It's an issue. Like, it's so many issues going on with this team. It's not just... It's not just coaching. It's not just Vooch. It's not just Zach. It's not just DeMar. It's not just missing Lonzo Ball. It's every single aspect of this team right now that is hurting. Every aspect of this franchise, I should almost say. The Windy City Bulls scored more points last night than the Chicago Bulls. They scored 129. They would have beat the Chicago Bulls tonight. I know it's not a one-for-one, one, but you guys know what I mean. Not seeing the development of players that we that we know are a big part of the future. Not seeing that. And we know I'm glad that more people are kind of waking up now to the fact that, yeah, DeMar DeRozan did some amazing things for the Chicago Bulls, and he's put up some amazing numbers still this season. But it's getting to a point to where if you're watching the basketball, not to necessarily say he's like killing the team, but he's actively hurting the development of the younger players on this team. He's actively slowing this team down at times. But again, it's not all on him because we can't overlook Zach Levine, Mr. $200 million man who can't shoot. In most games, yeah, he shot at 50% today. Okay, came in a whopping 24-point loss, though. Zach, like, it, what what is it going to take for this team to wake up? I don't know. Now, we got some rumors. Again, I haven't been able to substantiate them from a bigger source. None of the other bigger outlets are reporting on this, so this makes me kind of believe that it's more of a clickbait-type thing. But it was said, hey, maybe the Chicago Bulls are looking at coming off this idea of being against blowing it all up. And I tell you what. At this point, if the, as dire as things look for the Chicago Bulls team, they're 11 and 18 on the season. 11 and 18. It's not the worst place to be, not when you look at how the lack of separation between certain teams in the Eastern Conference, but the Bulls don't, don't show anything. I would, I would bet on a team that plays with a little bit of heart from time to time before I bet on the Chicago Bulls to be able to turn the season around. And I know a lot of Bulls fans are holding on hope for that, and I, you should. If this is your squad, you should hold out hope. But listen, that hope is getting stomped out every more and more every single day. The Bulls right now sit as the 11th seed. They only have a one-game advantage over the Washington Wizards and Orlando Magic, and then at that point, they'll be one of the bottom three teams in the Eastern Conference. It's this is not the way that we that we decide that we wanted the season to go. Like this is not the way the bet on continuity. I'm sorry, did not work. Or it has not worked up until this point. If it's magically going to start working, somebody better sprinkle their fucking Twinkie dust over over something because at some point we're going to need it. We are going to need it because this team right now does not have the heart on their own or desire. And so when you look at this team, when you look at the same, okay, well, is this Bulls team going to truly look to retool? Even if we say a complete rebuild is not in order, which I still do fight against, it may be time to start looking at that for the Chicago Bulls. At the end of the day, it's just simply put, to just simplify it all as much as I can. This team doesn't have the heart. This team doesn't have the desire. This team doesn't have the focus. This team doesn't have the leadership either, it seems, to get themselves out of this rut. Everybody wants to make the comparisons to the Boston Celtics of last year. You know what that team had? That team had its two biggest pieces and young players not only be... Experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, 
Bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code BULLCENTRAL, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code BULLCENTRAL to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Two-way players on offense and defense, but they, they looked at themselves and figured it out and up their play. You got to have somebody. You got to have somebody who's going to And they had a player in Marcus Smart that wasn't afraid to call out the, the stars, the better players on the team. We don't have that here. And as long as we don't have that, as long as that continues to go and we lack a coach with a significant voice in this locker room, hey, man, it's going to be tough, real tough going for the Chicago Bulls for the rest of the season. It's really going to be tough. This, I, keep, I keep making the comparison to the 2007-2008 Chicago Bulls. And like I said before, the biggest difference between that team is that team was still a scrappy team, even in the way they lost going 33-49. and 49. But on top of that, they owned their own first-round pick outright and got lucky. Or you could say the NBA worked some magic to get them Derrick Rose. I mean, I guess if you want to hold on to some type of hope, maybe you can hope that it's going to go that way for the Chicago Bulls. Maybe they end up out in, in the lottery and then, luckily somehow get a top four pick so they can hold on to their own pick. Hey, if that's the game that you want to play, play it. If that's the hope that you want to hold on to, I can understand it. Don't agree with it, but I can completely understand it because you got to grab on to some type of hope that you can. And that's what Bulls fans are trying to do. And for those that can't find any form of hope, it's getting real tough and it's getting real hard to continue to support this team playing at this level. Jamal over at Bulls Central, First time I ever heard him say he's going on vacation. He started off by saying, I'm going to try to squeeze in some episodes. Then say, no, maybe I need two weeks off from this team. Like, that is the feeling, right? And it, and it sucks to, to, to want to distance yourself from something you love so much. Like, I love this team and this franchise. But it's not, it's not getting us anywhere. It's not getting us anywhere. At this point, AK and Eversley, the bet on continuity did not work. In Acme We Trust has flipped in into Acme Gotta Show Me. You talked about this, this franchise being stored and how the, the city of Chicago deserves a team that can p- compete and to, and to be a title contender. Well, stop talking about it and give it to us. And this team isn't it. So as the team is sinking, and let's be clear here, the ship is sinking. You got to figure out, are we going to patch it up? Are we going to try to figure something out? We're going to patch it up. Do we need to replace some parts? Or do we need to get a whole new goddamn boat so we can so we can sail safely on the dangerous ocean? That's what you got to ask yourself. That's what you have to ask yourself. And this front office needs to pick a direction. They're trying to go both directions. It works for some teams. They're trying to develop young players while you can while you compete now. That works for some teams. It has not now worked for the Chicago Bulls because because in your rush to want to get back to playoff relevancy. All you got in that is a first-round exit, and your younger players did not develop to the level that you would have hoped or would have needed them to to really even figure out how big parts of your future that they should be. They try to do it both ways. They have to make a decision at some point. Are you going to make a move to compete now? Are you going to make a move to get younger and maybe not completely set back your 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 aspirations, but maybe the Bulls do look like a, a just an okay team for two or three years, but you decide to go younger. You decide to go after younger talent to bring it here and let them 
try to work their way into learning how to be a winner. What this front office did, what Acme came in and did, and they came in, they evaluated the talent, and they decided we're going to go the veteran route. We're going to try to get back into the playoffs as soon as possible. They jettisoned off Wendell Carter. They sent off Daniel Gafford. They sent off three total first-round picks when you look at what the Franz Wagner pick, the pick we owe this season, and then the pick we still owe to, to San Antonio coming up as well. In 2025, I think we is when we owe that pick. You gave up that much future capital because you wanted to try to compete now, and that team that you want that you built to compete now, again, not contend now, but compete now. Those are different things. The team that you built to do that is falling flat on their faces and has you and the city looking like a bunch of assholes. AK and Eversley have to decide a path for this Chicago Bulls team. And until they decide a path and try to see that path all the way through, it's it, we're, it's, we're going to be in a weird situation. Not to say that they could not find a path to still do both. It's not to say that they couldn't find the right combinations of veteran players to maybe compete now and then still build up your younger core so that they can be better in the future. There's still a way they could do that. But at some point, you got to decide and do it and execute it correctly. And as far as right now, we saw the vision. The vision of you trying to get back to playoff contention as soon as possible you executed it in a way you made it to the first round whoop-de-doo but it did not work as successful as sustaining that success the bulls are one of the worst teams in the nba now by record by differential by 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 shooting percentages it's just is what it is there you as a front office a kane eversley have to decide on a path and until you decide on that path and you settle in on that path and you go full bore into that path you're going to just complete, continue to just kind of hover around this area where we don't know what this team is. You decided to extend your head coach and Billy Donovan. You decided to do that. Now you don't have the option to move on from the coach. Well, you do have the option, but it's unlikely to happen with this franchise that does not like spending money. So you're not going to pay a coach to go away that you just gave a contract extension to, more than likely. We'll see. Maybe there's a trade in the works there. Coaches can be traded, as we talked about on last night's live stream. But this. This is, this is not where we deserve to be at for Chicago Bulls fans. And I know this episode is ranty yet again, but God damn it, I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired of this team. I'm tired of the, like the, the glimmers at times. Forget all that. The, 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 the ship has sailed and the ship is possibly going to sink. What are you going to do now to save the people on that ship? What are you going to do, Acme? We need to know. We need to see it. The time for decision-making is coming closer. We are like 50 days away. From the, from the trade deadline. And guess what? That trade deadline is going to come faster than you realize, especially when sh the struggles continue, man. It's, man, this is about to be a long season. This is about to be a long season. The Chicago Bulls still have a schedule where you can look at and say, hey, maybe they can get themselves into some rhythm. They face Miami, who we did open the season beating, so we'll see what we do there. We face Atlanta that punched us in the face. So do we punch back? We got New York, again, a beatable team, but another team that just punched us in the face. We got Houston, and that, and that's, that leads us up into basically Christmas. I, man, I, I know I try to be internally optimistic around here. I try to see all sides and all avenues, and I still do see the way that it can go a few different ways for the Chicago Bulls team, but at the end of the day, until they show it, until they show it, it's going to be hard to really think that this team is going to do anything but continue to sink to the bottom. But let me know what you guys think about everything down below. Make sure you follow the show. At Bull Central Pod, you can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. BullCentralPod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and or voicemail, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys. And like I like to end every episode on, go Bulls. Love you guys. See Red if you can. 
and peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.